0: What's up, everybody? It's the Incidental Nerd here with episode three of For the Pop. Uh, let's talk about wrestling episode with our featured guest, James Russo of Freelance Wrestling and Freelance Underground Wrestling. I hope you guys enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? It's your buddy, Incidental Nerd. I'm here with my pal, Hank312. That's me. And uh, we are For the Pop. On this episode of For the Pop, we're going to be doing... One of the old school wrestling talk and randomness, let's talk about wrestling. Or as we like to call it, let's talk about it. Because during COVID, we haven't been able to sit down with anybody anybody to actually have some tacos. Hopefully, when everything clears up, we can get back to to doing that fun thing where we would sit down with a a person, have some tacos, uh, talk about the tacos, and then talk about life. Um, On this episode of, of Let's Talk About It... Um, we're going to have Mr. James Camioni. Uh, he is currently the booker and basically runs both freelance and freelance underground wrestling in the city of Chicago. Uh, for those of you who are uninitiated, freelance is pretty much the premier independent company in Chicago. Um, it runs out of uh, Logan Square uh, Auditorium. Right. And uh, They do monthly shows. And, uh, Hank and I are huge, huge fans. So it's, uh, fun to, we've already sat down with James before long ago, probably about three years ago. Um, but we're about to do it again.
1: Hell yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited to do this again under the new umbrella. You know, it's still new to us, right? Uh, and listen, if, the, if there's a radio station here in Chicago that can still, three years there, keep saying, the new 104.3, brother, it's been three years. It, it ain't new anymore. But it's still, the new F uh, for the pop, let's talk about wrestling. You know, it's we got hard. different umbrellas. We got the let's talk about it. We got the panel shows. And we got the just, uh, you and I just catching up, seeing what popped us for the week. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, we're Don't waiting. Don't forget, incidental nerds, TikToks. Absolutely. They're popping. It's, uh, taking the internet by storm, man. Uh, but, but yeah it's uh, you know it's exciting to get back on here uh I sent James the invite you know he'll uh, nice. he'll be joining us momentarily uh, I also got nXt on my second screen going I
0: but will yeah. be watching that after the uh, interview so uh no spoilers please no
1: spoilers just uh just uh right now it's a, it's a tag team it's msk versus uh imperium I will tell you know
0: I'm going to I will say I'm very very disappointed missed opportunity. Shotzi Blackheart should be hosting Halloween Havoc again. Fair. Period. I don't know why they didn't do that.
1: Right, right. It's
0: very disappointing.
1: Yeah, I I I I, I agree. Um, but you know, you can't be too upset. They got a they got a big host this year and that's uh Chucky.
0: Oh, oh, right. i thought that uh I, I thought that the host was um oh gosh uh la knight
1: oh uh, was that supposed to be the thing but it's, he, it's he won
0: like, a match last week that said he was gonna be the host
1: oh uh, well <laughs> spoilers spoiler alert, bro. <laughs> Oopsie. but uh but yeah dude like uh like like i was saying man i'm excited to get back to doing this uh you know, it's not, it's not tacos, but, uh, but you know what, dude, you know, I, I enjoy hanging out and whatnot, but you can't, uh, you, you can't beat the comfort of your own home, right? You just, you just got back from the gym. I did. And, uh, look Whoa, at you. baby. 24 inch pythons.
0: Shit, I think they're bigger than that. Oh. <laughs> uh, we may just have to call it, call it, let's talk about it until, until the tacos return.
1: You know, we do what we want, man. See, see. No one can tell us what to do. What's funny is uh, James is like, yeah, send the link. All right, what's going on? What time is it? Oh, look at this man. Just he's big timing me right now. Oh, big timing us.
0: Well, I mean,
1: I had lunch with James today.
0: Did you biz, biz guy lunch?
1: lunch? Oh yeah, big time biz guy lunch. No, we just went for uh, a little shoop and a sandwich at Starship uh, Restaurants. Huh. Over. Okay. Never part? Never, been there. Never been there. It was kind of by where you got your uh, your tattoo done, but
0: really, yeah.
1: what's it called? Uh, Starship. Starship. Very, yeah, very Star Trek influence on the inside.
0: No kidding, because I I work, like I'm in that neighborhood. Yeah, you it's on Madison
1: and like I forget what, but it's delicious. Everything is good there.
0: I'll check them out.
1: No, you. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. But uh, okay, so well, let's let's. How about we start talking about a little freelance before uh, uh, before James gets in here, or do you want to listen?
0: I want to skip the thing that popped me the biggest last week is what I want to get to right away. If that's okay, absolutely. Quite possibly the biggest swerve in Chicago wrestling history occurred (laughs) on Saturday night at Freelance Underground. After we listen to. One, Mr. Patrick Monix, tell us that he had to retire from wrestling because of uh, injuries and concussions that he suffered. And he was on different podcasts. He told told us about it. Um, All over the place, we're all shedding tears. There was a video Saturday night of of him with all his wrestling buddies and, and some of the squad. And it was just tear jerking and tear wrenching. We're all gathered around the ring, pounding on it, screaming, Monix, Monix, Monix. And with a tear in his eye, Pat Monix gets on that microphone and he starts telling us about the journey. And we're all there with him. Tears ready to just drop right here. Until he calls us. I don't even remember. Pieces of shit. Some shit. It was a complete freaking swerve he's not retiring it's a
1: wrestling return return of project monix it's a return and with that said let's bring in the man the only other man who probably knew let's welcome uh mr uh james cameoni or uh james russo into the chat let's get him in here let's see uh let's
0: oh see shoot how... i use i broke kayfabe
1: oh uh, you know james Cameone, james russo you know it is what it is Says it's connecting to audio. This guy's texting me like, "Hey, what's going on? Let's do this." Look at it. Are you here? Hello.
0: Fuck you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's cool.
0: a way to greet us. Hello, Mr. Russo.
2: Hi. let me get this. Let me see if I can get this camera working here. You
0: Please do, do. We want to see your beautiful face. Amen. No, you don't. I always do.
1: Makes mm, one what? Anyway. <laughs> But yeah. What up, James? I mean, I, I can't pretend like I haven't talked to you. I just said we had lunch today.
2: Look at you. What are you doing? A, a rave?
1: Oh, no. There we go. Hey,
0: um, there he is. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. James Russo.
1: I'm just trying to give people seizures out here, man. That's what I do. <laughs>
0: Thanks for well, joining oh, us. Sorry.
1: James, welcome yeah. to uh, For the Pop. Let's talk about it. Wrestling. Mm. <sighs> Randomness, heals.
0: We appreciate or... you bringing the excitement. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, wait, wait I was we... just waiting
2: for, I was just waiting for Hank to finish his big long intro, intro until... of whatever the hell the show's name is now.
1: Yeah, you know we like to keep you all on your toes, man. Oh, uh, but oh, and you're gone.
2: What the shit?
1: I don't know. There we go. I thought you were a tech I was... guy. I thought you knew about computers. I did.
2: I was switching it between gallery and. I didn't want to see a big version of your head and a little
0: version of your head at the same time. Yeah, I can't blame you on that one. Yeah, fair,
1: fair. Well, anyway, let's let's get right into it, man. Right? Uh, you know, we don't got all night. You know, we we get paid by the by the by the hour here, not the minute. You I don't know paid. if that makes any sense. Before you got in here, right? we were talking about the big swerve of the weekend, and I and right before you came in, we were talking about you possibly being the only other person who, uh, oh wow, uh, that knew about this going on so uh we're talking about what a i need
0: to stop you right there yeah stop me uh i went up to james after the show Mm -hmm.
2: you called me a son of a bitch
0: and i said you son of a bitch what a fucking swerve and he looked me dead in the eyes and he told me that he had no clue so i have to take him at his word
1: nah i don't buy that (laughs) i said (laughs) i said what are you talking about?
2: That son of a bitch. I can't believe he did such a thing.
1: Well, not even the not even the, the booker knew. God damn it. No.
2: We of course were not. Why? Hurt. No. Monix went into business for himself.
1: You know, you know these these young kids, man, they they just uh you know, they want to tug at the heartstrings and uh we'll see what happens next. I mean maybe he'll be welcomed back to the freelance, maybe he's gonna finish business, who knows? I mean, maybe uh Caleb versus uh, or two Juice Andy Long versus Pe- one Project Monix. I don't know there versus need- hair match. There needs please, to be re- retro-
2: please, that mullet's got to go. Oh God! If he didn't look homeless before, he looks homeless now for sure.
1: <laughs> you know, you know
0: he- James, I do have to say, I should have expected something was up when you were handing your baby over to Pat.
2: I didn't hand anything over to Pat. Okay.
0: Well, well, Andy, two juice long, did. But that's your baby. I should have known something was up.
1: How did you feel oh, about hey. it? Did he steal it from you or what? I don't have it. That's what Monix I'm saying. has how, it. How did, how did Monix has get it. a hold of it?
2: I, I'm trying to figure out how Monix got it back and away from us. Because mm. wow. when he bolted out the door, the belt was left. It was in my pile of stuff that needed to go home i was bringing back to its sanctuary and the following day i was like wait a minute where the hell is the belt you know and then i saw the picture he posted on uh, instagram and i was like oh i i
0: guess he returned
2: and took it
0: i have a theory i think you have the same one i do i i had noticed it was a little weird but but chico suave was wandering around the the church street brewery and he had a like evil mustache drawn on his face. The warrior Perhaps was- he snuck in the back and got the belt for Pat.
2: It's possible. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, he it did is- say uh Ishmael get the car. So
1: oh, well then I mean that that's collusion right there at its finest. I mean we, we'll we know we know Pat and Chico love each other. You know Project Chico. Project Chico a, a force at Gali wrestling. So Lucha, There you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even sorry, even yeah, the the
0: the Godfather of Lucha Libre in Chicago, uh, uh, Carlos Galli was was he was gotten.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Pat did, were... Pat did. this whole farewell tour, and he, he swerved everybody, man. Swerved the century. Uh, it was people. It was a nice piece of work. Absolutely, it yeah. was.
0: It was. Uh, it. Uh, there's. It's so funny. I I it, it I was a little conflicted because being that we worked in the business, I use that very, very loosely, but we've, we've done shows for, for Carlos doing commentary and, you know, gotten, gotten to know Pat a bit. Um, So hearing that he had to retire with all of that talent was such a, a depressing thing. Like it was just so sad. Like it just pulled on our heartstrings and then to have that, it's like you're happy and you're angry at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's that's the beauty of wrestling, though, right? Uh, that's, that's why I have trust issues. You know, you never know what to believe. <laughs> uh, and so I'll just continue being the curmudgeon that I am.
0: God damn it, it's Tatanka all over again.
1: <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but uh, but yeah, you, all,
2: go ahead. all weekend, it looked like Hank was just like, like he, he, like he was uh, the Dave Meltzer of the group, just sitting there, just taking everything in, not really reacting. I, I didn't see him really stand up for much, even even Friday night. I was like, oh, okay, I guess uh, he, he's a dirt sheet writer now.
1: No, no, I mean, uh, sign up for my OnlyFans or Patreon, and that's where I do my show reviews. Well,
0: see, Hank's doing – he's taking clips now. I don't know if you noticed, but some for- – I did. I did notice. <laughs> yeah, some For the yeah. Pop clips really uh, got some got some action on, it, on the internet.
1: I mean, you know, when the action comes to me uh... – I'll do it. Unfortunately, Saturday night, I was stuck behind uh, a photographer and, uh, and, and the roaming cam, so uh, not much I, I, yeah. can, I can do there.
2: They didn't really save you a good seat, did they? Uh,
1: we,
0: we picked our own seats, and I'm never going to pick that area ever again.
1: I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. But anyway, um, yeah, enough about this weekend. This weekend was fine and all. Great. Well, it's been a while since we talked to you, obviously, right? I mean, I talked to you. I hang with you. But maybe people that listen don't have as much access to you as we do. Uh, so you're basically running all of freelance now.
2: Yeah. Freelance, freelance
1: <laughs> underground. Uh, Save me. <laughs> hey man, it's, we're, we're always a phone call or a text message away, right? Oh, but uh, So tell hey. us that experience. Like, uh, Tell us as much or as little as you want, Like, how, how that came to be. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah, go for it. Do you, see,
2: do you see the bags under my eyes?
1: Yeah, those have always been there. Uh,
2: they're twice as big now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um, you know, it, it, it came to be Matt Nix needed time away. Um, he has a very small trust circle now, thankfully. trusts a lot of people that didn't necessarily do what was right by him. So this time
1: people around him.
2: Too many opportunistic people. All all looking for the almighty dollar. Right, right. And not actually looking to help him out. So this past time, he's like, you know, I would like you and Isaiah to take the reins of the school and the company and essentially just do, do whatever you need to do to make things better and while keeping the essence of what freelance is um so we did it, it was a it was a, a foregone conclusion that i didn't want to see something that he worked so hard on and so many ups and downs with i didn't want to see it disappear or get into the wrong hands so instead of instead of allowing that to happen of course i was going to say yes and Isaiah, i mean he's the head he is the head trainer for the academy so he didn't want to see the academy get mismanaged by anybody else. So he said yes as well. Mm-hmm. And then me and Isaiah are doing all the booking for freelance wrestling now. Right on. Yeah. I on mean- top of everything I do for freelance underground.
1: <laughs> so Well, you got a uh, very know, helpful need- partner in uh two juice and long there, so <laughs> you know, that helps carry some of the weight, I'm sure.
0: Well we we already knew that that you were one of the busiest men in the biz anyways. So yeah, it's gotta be twice as much now. Um, God. but but God bless you God bless your work, man. Honestly, because what's coming out of out of the academy, you've got some great talent coming out of the academy. And um, you know, uh I, I'm I'm just I was partial to the underground show this this weekend, but you guys put on two great shows Thank this you. weekend. Um and one of the things I kind of wanted to touch base with you on, because it's something that I I think I thought about and we just did a fantasy draft. Um, oh, I watched. Yeah. And and uh, and the funny thing was, is like because we had some parameters that we put into it and it made me think about actually made me think about you a little bit, because it's like in this in the current. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It made you think
2: of me after the fact. What
1: are you he, talking about? He was a, a little upset. He's, his, uh, yeah, his I got
2: the, oh, I'll go GMF myself or GFM myself when it comes to fantasy drafts. And then I got the, well, you run two companies. I'm like, I'm, I looked at who was picking and choosing. And I was like, there was another person that runs a company in your, in your fucking that's group. Fair. Well, no,
0: exactly. that's fair, James. That's fair. But we, shall we. we... Nah. Basic. I was just busting balls. Okay, but anyways, (laughs) anyways but my question was in in the current wrestling climate when when we're talking about the fact that you now have AEW as a fully functional company out in the biz and still obviously wwe and some other companies as well but most of the other companies the bigger companies still have talent that's wrestling on the independence but they also have contracts that limit them as well so being that, that crop of independence that maybe we were used to seeing pre the COVID era, a lot of those people have been kind of snapped up. And then, and and so there's this, in at least the way I look at it's like this new climate of like, obviously there's the the Effie's, the Danhausen's, the warhorses of the world. There's still your cream of the crop of the Indies, but it's also who's going to take that next step up. Um, And like, So it must be very, it must be really difficult to book now with the limitations that this presents. Uh,
2: You know what, though? Um, It's almost like, it's almost like what Punk said during his big shoot promo he did. He's just, everyone's just a cog in the wheel. There will be somebody else that when that cog is gone, that's going to replace it and the wheel's going to keep on turning. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of, being on top of who's going to be that next cog right and trying to capitalize on their availability till their availability is no longer around and then you got to find the next person the next person the next person so having like having the academy there to like feature try at least try to feature as much as we possibly can and still you know still give you you know you guys a, a great show like Obviously, you're you guys are freelance faithful, hands down. You're going to come to pretty much every show when you're available to nerd. Yeah. Nerd, I I know you're not as available as Hank is,
1: For now. but
2: you're going to. Ooh, yeah. We mean for now. Yeah,
1: you see, you know, I'm, you know di- what, what do they say? Distance makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> I'm a wild card. Yeah. I
2: have to keep you on your, on your toes. Mm-hmm. Right? So anyway, you will be there. Um, yeah. So you know. And, and trying to introduce them, but still give you, you know, the talent that you do know yeah, and make it compelling that everybody gets their fair share. I mean, it's, it's always going to be a challenge, but yeah, the, I mean, the cog, the cog will be replaced by the next person, the next person, the next person, the next person, the next
0: person. So
1: is that that mentality, right? Next man
0: up. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and compliments to you, uh, Saturday night, honest to God, like Tankman, holy <laughs> shit. Like what? Like I, I didn't even know he was gonna be there. Did anybody know that he was gonna be there?
2: Only the they peeping toms know. that kept looking in the door.
0: Okay, but I mean, not only did was he there, but then he goes on to beat your champ, new champ, and has a fantastic match with Pat at the end of the night. Um, and that's like in terms of up and coming. I mean. That's one of them right there. No,
1: that's I, I, uh, you know, I've shared my thoughts with you today about that. You know, that's that's big yeah. time. That's big time for uh, for Tankman. That's big time for the brand. Uh, big time for Underground. You know, um, you know, I, uh, I, I just think that's that was awesome. It's it's a nice change of pace, and uh, it, you know, as a fan, you know, it really, uh, really gets you excited to see uh, where that's going to go. It, and the funny part is like
2: you guys are the ones that really made the decision for us. It was just a matter of how we were going to get there. Um, I mean, Tankman, the reaction he got in June, it was like, oh, oh, okay. Shit. Maybe this is the guy. And and just trying to find the right, the right fit, the right person to, you know, I mean, you know, Jeff, Jeff's been champ for a long time. I mean, 18 months of it was the pandemic. So you, you can't necessarily count that, but Jeff's a, two-time you know underground champion and trying to find somebody that was going to take the title off of him it had to be the right fit and and Tankman's got the perfect attitude like you know we tweeted out today about how he won he asked if he could defend the title everywhere and anywhere that's legit that was that's a legitimate statement that he walked up after the show and was like hey do you mind if I take it and I was like well you're going to take the title with you, what are you going to do? And he's like, I want to defend it everywhere I can. That will allow me to, if you're okay with that. And I'm like, I've heard a lot of people say this and nobody's really done it. So if you're going to actually do it, do it. Otherwise why, you know, it'll be here for when you're here. Uh, Obviously we want our champions to carry the titles. Tankman not being in the state of Illinois and, you know, the cost of the championship and you never know what could possibly happen right you know it's a little leery but he he was so positive about everything and he wants to help grow the brand and i mean he's he's a superstar himself i mean he's on mlw right so he you know and for him to ask if he could do it i i was that's the first one that I actually asked and was pretty adamant about wanting to do something like that
1: that's well, awesome. you know, th- that's awesome to hear because, you know, that means he's taking pride in it, right? It's He's just not seeing it as a uh, – I mean, let's be real. There, there's too many wrestling companies to name, right, or uh, independent wrestling companies to name, and every company has a title and this and that. But you know what? That's, uh, that's, that's proof that, one, he wants to work hard, and, two, that he believes in your brand, that he wants yeah. to take that title it, it, and, man. and travel with it because I'm sure – I'm sure any company would be happy to have him carrying that title, but does he really want to carry any company's title around?
2: Exactly. I, I, I have so much good. to Say about Calvin Tateman just as a human being now, because of just that one, that one little question, like our little blip on the map, you know, on the, the underground blip, not the freelance totality blip, but the underground blip is, nowhere near what you know freelances yet we're, we're hoping to eventually get there we work smaller venues in the suburbs it's not in the city where you know there's a there's hundreds of people looking for something to do on a on a nightly basis right so you know for him to, to want to do that and get the brand out there a little bit more which brings viewers to IWTV which that makes IWTV happier with us which puts more money in our pocket it's And I've always been a proponent of, you know, obviously I want to make money. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to lose money. But if we make money, I have no problems putting it in in the pockets of the people that helped us make the money. And Tankman, geez, I mean, I can't say anything more about it other than what I've already said.
1: Right, right. No, I got you. I mean, I I think we're all very high on Tankman. Like you said, the the crowd itself – Uh, spoke volumes for it so that's what's up um you know be as vague or not as vague as you want like what's what what is your game plan or how do you foresee differentiating freelance and freelance underground
2: you're gonna have your crossover talent you're gonna have your crossover talent regardless um my my goal in underground like i was saying earlier is to still feature the 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 academy students a lot give them more reps because you know the first two freelance shows definitely have been more student heavier than they've ever been but that's gonna eventually you know you're gonna have to tie the students in with you know the the talent that isn't necessarily available right now like freelance use a lot of talent from canada they're not allowed to travel yet November 8th is when the borders open from Canada to US without any repercussions whatsoever. No. So you're going to have all that Canadian talent trying to come back. And then you yeah. have all the other talent that's usually working there that haven't had the opportunity to come back yet. So you know, in, in a lot of that talent underground I, we had underground didn't necessarily use we used some of the Canadian talent whenever whenever we could. But you know, it's still going to be focusing on the future as well as mixing in uh, a lot of people that you wouldn't necessarily see in Sh- the Chicagoland area versus freelance where it's a little bit more uh, talent heavy like well known talent heavy right and you have your you have your your staples in freelance where if they're missing people are going to be like hmm, I wonder where that person is and then you have those people that are not, uh, afterthought so I mean differentiating the talent, but you're gonna have that crossover too. Yeah. That, that make that make any sense? Did that absolutely. make sense to you?
1: Uh, what, yeah. Absolutely. Uh
2: back to the academy first. Thanks, for, thanks for, nerd. <laughs> I, I get a half-assed answer from Hank. I get a full yes from you.
0: <laughs> well, we know who the professional is. Uh yeah. <laughs> it, it's you, not buddy. the guy,
2: it's it's not the poser uh with the white sacks hat on that's a Cubs fan so
1: where 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 does it say white socks anywhere on this hat Not even uh, inside. It's,
2: it's black and white and it says shy come on don't even try
1: i got it at the fucking flea market i don't know what you're talking about um so, <laughs> so to
0: put us back on track um back to the academy for uh um hank and i have had kind of a unique uh experience with a lot of the academy kids we call them kids i mean they, they're kids to, to me definitely i'm 45 years old they're kids um, but um, we've watched them. We, we called like I think we called the Bang Brothers first first match in Gali, um, and and uh, some of some of the other uh, talent as well. Like we saw some of their first matches, uh,
1: yeah, Angel
0: Escalara. Uh, you know, so we've seen we've seen the uh, the maturation of some of this talent. And um, it's really, it's been a fun ride to watch. I'm sure you have a, a perspective with that as well, because, um, you know, we, we watch it um, as, you know, as, you know, we get to a show and we'll see the people that are in the Academy, you know, setting up chairs, uh, you know, uh, cleaning things up afterwards, cleaning the ring, that kind of thing. You know, you almost that, that kind of Japanese young boy kind of, thing going on there just to get an appreciation for the entire business and, you know and like so some of these kids that we're seeing now on underground and on freelance we we saw them doing that you know maybe two years ago or whenever well it's hard to say because of the the pandemic but it's been interesting to see that maturation and see people move on and become the talents that that they've become
2: specifically the bang the, the bang bros oh my god uh, just uh, the the evolution of Davey Bang,
0: yeah,
1: well, going
2: from going from that 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 cowboy cowboy to just getting bigger. He got bigger in a good way. That's awesome,
1: man. You could you yeah. notice that with a lot of the students, uh, you know, their bodies have obviously changed, and that's what you expect, right? Because they're all young and they're training. Yeah. Uh, just their, their menstruation is yeah, August. He's gotten a,
2: August has gotten a little bit bigger and uh, leaned out. Yeah.
1: I mean, just so many. I mean, I remember the first time I, I saw Storm as part of a tag team. I mean, he was just a, a, a skinny a skinny kid, and now he's a grown-ass man. You know, uh, a, a lot of the times uh, I say he actually looks like, you know, he well, he looks like a million bucks. You know, he, you can tell he's put, he's, he's put in that work and uh, just – you know, not not just those guys, but a, a lot of the, the academy kids. You
2: know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. No, I get what you're
1: saying.
2: Yeah. They, I mean, all they needed was opportunity to. Rather, I mean, for the most part, excuse me, for the most part, um, they did nothing but work each other for right. so long. Yeah. Whether it was at Golly or it was practice matches at the at the school or it was pre show matches at freelance, right? They worked each other and. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but you're never going to get better if you're only working the the people that you've trained with, because you're literally doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. It's insanity, essentially. So, I mean, the Secret Stash Show, I think, is where the breakout for a lot of people began. And, you know, just Escalara, he, nobody believed in that kid. Nobody did. And I was like, "Well, he, you know what? Let's give him a chance to to work some work with somebody that nobody believed in at one point. Cole Radrick, nobody believed in Radrick. So Cole was already, already like, okay, no, this kid's me. I'm gonna make this kid. I'm gonna make this happen. This is gonna be his best match uh, to date, and he did it. It
1: was, yeah. it
2: was my. And it straight up was my favorite match of the night. More not because it was necessarily the greatest match." It was still good. It wasn't necessarily the greatest match, but it was the fact that so many people were like, oh man, you shouldn't have done that. Really? Why? Okay. Well here, now you pissed me off. I want him to prove you wrong so that I could go to your face and go, I thought you said, and that's exactly what happened. Specifically with two people. And they were like, man, we were wrong. Yeah, you were wrong. You didn't give the kid an opportunity. You remember something you remember someone that was, not properly trained, didn't know how to act in front of their peers. And, he, and he's a young kid. You know, Angel, Angel, I think, is only 20 years old.
1: Right.
2: Now he's not even, tw- he can't even drink yet. Well, mm-hmm. legally, he can't even drink yet. <laughs> so, you know, people got had to eat crow, and I felt great because I was able to help that kid out. Trevor Outlaw, another one. He needed yeah. that match against Effie. He needed that match. Because if he didn't have that match, I don't know if Trevor would be where he is now. Trevor's com- more more comfortable in his skin and his ability, and he's more eager to do things now that he wasn't necessarily be, would have been able to do before March.
1: Yeah, you can see the confidence of Trevor now. He's he's finally yeah, comfortable in his character, and I mean, he's just going to keep on growing and learning. Yeah, he's
0: mm-hmm. he's it, one he's one out. that we've we've talked about um, in terms of like it's almost like he's he's like so close to maybe taking that next step.
2: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I, I, next step. Wait and see on the next step, but he's definitely at the point where, okay, people are starting to notice him.
1: Or is that right Maybe now? not, maybe not
2: contract, maybe not contract no, no, notice, no. but I
0: mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's getting that, noticed. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that giant step. What I'm talking okay. about is like, yeah. you know, he, he, yeah, he's getting some buzz. And I think I think he's going to find himself signed, not signed, but he's going to find himself booked in a lot of companies because yeah. they're going to want to bring him in. And he's and, and he's going to make noise there. Um, he's yeah. he's a full package. Definitely. He,
2: he definitely he he has the one thing that you can't teach. He's got charisma, his charisma and it just his abilities are uh, to, to play a character, to be a character. Yeah. You can't teach that. That's, yeah. that's something you either have it or you don't. You could develop it. You could get better at it, but you're not necessarily going to have that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, and- you know, I mean, Trevor Trevor has unlimited potential because he has, he could talk, talk. Public speaking is difficult. I, when I was growing up, I couldn't, without shaking, this would not be happening. Right now, I, I would not be able to do this. I wouldn't feel comfortable.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe it was the matches you referred to with Effie that flipped that switch for him because you could tell uh you can really tell a difference. The way that he even the way that he interacts with fans now. You know, when you go up to him just to like uh on Saturday after the show, I was like, Hey man, you killed it. And usually he was very humble and be like, Oh, thank you very much, blah blah blah. And instead he's like, That's what I do. Like, and it was just that change in, like, he's still, he's still there. You know, he's still, he's still the outlaw. Right. Exactly. And Uh, then, I I mean, the
2: last person really to touch on is August. Uh, August and Jordan Oliver. That, that broke, that really is what I was like. Okay, there is something in August. Something I couldn't see that others were seeing. That match with Jordan Oliver was also really really good
0: yeah that was that one surprised the shit out of me and i knew august was talented but that just i that would came out of nowhere uh that that i think was my favorite match of that night and um when you're talking about the bang bros with, with Davey and, and august together like the tag team stuff that they're doing now is just ridiculous
2: Yeah, it's a lot crisper than it used to be
0: oh yeah the the uh that uh i don't know what they call it but the one when august puts davy on his shoulders and they do that spin into the spear oh it's beautiful
2: that was a that was a conversation i had with with davy i was like that spear looks like shit and he's like what do you mean i'm like it looks like shit i'm like it's cool ass move if you do it right he's like what do you mean by that i'm like you're pausing it's gotta be one fluid motion. If you can't do one fluid motion, don't do the move. Right? Mm-hmm. And sure as shit, they got it down to where it's literally he goes up, they spin, victory roll, and Davey shoots out. Yeah. So kudos yeah. to them. Like that and the main thing with students is they listen. They they listen to critiques. They don't fight you on, they don't fight you on the little stuff. They want to be better. And and that's so damn important.
1: Yeah, that's, that's awesome to hear. I mean, uh, obviously, we've, we've gotten to see their, their rise and uh, continue to support them. Um, another, a, a question, I guess, would be for Isaiah, but I'm sure you guys compare a lot of notes and talk to each other, obviously. Um, what are uh, maybe one or two, three names that to look out for in the next crop of students that necessarily maybe haven't gotten a lot of time yet or are still looking for their first match?
2: Um the the one Isaiah is really really high on right now is Alfonso gonzalez (laughs) um you've seen him him a couple times i you've seen a couple times you know he's a good hand right now he he, it's a matter of him just getting more comfortable into his character who he is and what he's trying to come across as um you know and then there's uh the The kid who did the pre show with Chico Xavier um, Sky. That Xavier yeah. Sky, yes. I,
1: he, I, I thought he had a really good showing. He has good, good look about him. I I, uh, I saw him Saturday night. I went up and gave him a little, uh, a, some knuckles today, man. Good, a, a little dap as the kids call him. You know, give him, give him some props. It was a, it was a good showing for him.
0: I saw him walking <laughs> away like, I can't believe I got a fist bump from Hake three one two.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Highlight, <laughs> highlight of the night.
2: So, I mean, right, those two are currently the ones that I'm aware of. Gotcha. Um, but the, the ones that haven't even, there's so many that are just, like, they're good people
1: mm-hmm.
2: that you just, they, you hope that the talent is there, too. Right. Just dealing with them all. they're, they're, they're just, it. It's refreshing after having so long with no students that, were around and now you got a plethora to choose from to help you out and you know it it, it it's nice I, it it's just it's a great feeling at least for on our end of having them all there that they're willing to just basically do what you ask them to do and they don't put up a fight i feel
1: you no uh,
0: and and speaking while still that, try, while still trying to be respectful
2: to them as well so I know I have sometimes I'm a, I sound a little bit more abrasive than others so I'm always like oh, sorry if I sounded rude like, no 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 you're fine you're fine I'm like okay good
0: no um, I've I've talked to I, I've spoken to a few few of them that haven't haven't hit you know like we're, we haven't seen yet we've seen them out there cleaning or, or setting up chairs and that especially uh, uh, Jen doe is my tattoo artist so <laughs> um good. So like, while she was doing my tattoo, she was talking and like, if, if she she was telling me in some, and she's not the only one that, that I've heard it from is like, the Academy is like a family, like, like the group is like, they just feel like they're family. And on top of that, considering who the main trainer is, like, you hear horror stories, stories, if you're if you listen to like podcasts and other wrestlers talking about where they got trained and all that, you hear some really bad stories about people paying lots of money, to get trained, and they got trained the wrong way, and they had to get retrained. And having Isaiah as as their trainer, I don't know if there's anybody better to, in especially in the Chicagoland area, because the guy is he's just he's the definition. You know, he he is, cares. See, that's, he cares. That's awesome.
2: Isaiah Isaiah cares about his students as long as his students care about what they're doing. Right if they want to fuck off and just do and not pay attention it's not that he doesn't care about them but he doesn't care if that's what they want to do like if you're not going to pay attention okay i just won't pay attention to you and those that are getting paid attention to they're going to get the opportunities and they're going to start wrestling and then you're going to be there like why am i not wrestling yet well if i told you this 17 times and he doesn't yell he doesn't really get mad he he's a little bit more stern than like aggravated talking to them but you know he, he he focuses on those that are there to work and as long as you give it 100 percent back to him he's going to give you 100 percent of his time
1: that's fair um yeah that, sorry uh, if
2: i'm putting you to sleep there hank
1: no 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 it, it's I, I i was gonna say i had one more wrestling question for you but i mean it, you kind of you you kind of answered away because I was gonna say like what, what do you do about like students who have been there for a while and maybe just seem like they're not getting it and I mean
2: there's only one person that at least that I know of where they were they talked to the person and we're like hey look you're just not getting it
1: okay
2: and we're not gonna tell you not not to we're not gonna stop you from training we're not gonna. We're not going to stop you from ch- continuing to get better, right? But we're letting you know right now, based on the amount of time that you've trained, that it, it, it maybe this just isn't for you. And it was a serious conversation, and, and the person decided, you know what, you're right. This 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 isn't for me, and and the person quit, right? And is not wrestling anymore. And, and kudos to that person, and they realized it and. But they'll they'll they you have to pay your full tuition. After you pay your full tuition, whether you decide to stick around or not is on you. You pay a monthly due, but they're not there to to pressure you into paying them. Like
1: S-spe- speaking of tuition, how I'm not asking how much it is. Uh, whoever's interested can find out for themselves. But how long are like the semesters, or how how does that break down? Is it a yearly thing? Every six, months? I think it's a two
2: year contract. At least it used to be a two-year contract. I don't know what it is now.
1: Okay,
2: Uh, that would be uh, definitely an Isaiah's question, or even a Matt Nick's question. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's a two-year, and I'm not sure the the price. I I tried outside of using the students to 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 work and to help out, and by use I mean you know them just being there, not use them. But you know, outside of that that's not funny outside of that i i don't meddle with 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 the school i it's none of my concern um the the daily business that's Isaiah's. Right. uh he's much more qualified to tell you who's ready and who's not than i would be
1: oh yeah i'm sure
2: although although i mean i have a good eye to tell if someone's good enough to ready or ready to go but still i would i always i, I listen to Isaiah.
1: oh yeah that's that's one of the main reasons he's on he's on board with you right he's
2: um, right. He's, and it's not a money grab. That's the most important part about the Academy. It's not a money grab. It's not, it's not, you're not wasting your money. You're, they, you're promised that you're going to get trained. You're not promised that you're going to wrestle.
1: Right. That's, that's, that's fair, man. It's a, like, like I said, you could, you lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, right? You, you Correct. Drink them and the rest is up to them, how they develop and whatnot. But, uh yeah, well, I don't want to ask you any more wrestling questions.
0: Yeah. You know, the, the idea, um, you're the first, first one that we're interviewing under the new for the pop, uh, banner. And, uh, the reason why we changed our name was because wrestling Talk and randomness was kind of an awful name, but other than that, uh, because we don't, you know, obviously, you know, look around, you've been to the house. Wrestling is not my only love. Same thing with Henry. Although, if you look at his room, you wouldn't know the difference. Just wrestling.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, you, you look look behind me.
0: If you don't, if you don't see, if you don't
2: see the porg, I see the porg looking down on me. You. I've been looking at then, the porg the whole time. <laughs> if <laughs> you don't see me, if you don't see a character of me dressed as Darth Vader, I mean,
1: <laughs> Titanic poster also. Uh,
2: that would be the wife's Titanic uh, doll that she has. And the other one is uh, Queen Amadala uh, like a Barbie of that
0: ah, as well. okay Well that's that, that's a, that, that's where I think Henry where you were headed and definitely where I was my mind was going is like so when you're not dealing in the wrestling world, what pops you? Like what are what are you into? <laughs> pops <laughs> What pops me? <laughs> yeah. Ooh that is a nice display case. Holy moly.
1: <laughs> Is that the major Deltoff collector? MDK? The
0: Detolfs.
1: The
2: Detolfs.
1: The Detolf glasses or whatever.
2: Um pops. I I
1: And, I'm and so you, mad at myself. Can you unbox <laughs> so,
2: them? Uh, I have all the boxes still. Okay. But boxes are inside of bigger boxes.
0: Gotcha.
2: Uh, for I the most the part, yes.
0: Anything that I unbox.
2: I um Yeah. And then I buy acrylic risers and put them in there so that you can put a whole bunch in on one shelf. And I think I have nine, nine cases total throughout the house. Wow. And if I don't slow down, I'm going to need another one. And then the wife is going to kick my ass.
1: You got a whole basement. You're good. Yeah.
2: Where do you think these are going once the basement's renovated, once everything's not, you know, astronomically expensive?
1: Listen, you, you know I like to ask wild questions, right? So let's uh let us pretend, right? Let, let's hope this never happens, right? Let let the house is on fire, the wife is safe, the cats are safe. You can grab three pops to save. Which pops are you grabbing?
2: Uh, let's see the autograph CM Punk pop, the autograph Gabriel Iglesias pop, yeah. and the uh hooded Cobra Commander. Oh. Those know. are the top, those are my top three expensive ones.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. uh, so you're doing it <laughs> like, for the money. like the
2: fluffy, the, the fluffy, the autographed fluffy ones worth over 300 and something dollars. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, and then punk's worth over 200 and something, nice. and yeah. the uh hooded cobra Commander's roughly 200.
1: Oh, okay, so so you got those right by you, or those in the vaults.
2: Uh, those three are in the man cave room, <laughs> not in the Wait, office. That's not even
1: the man cave. You see that?
2: No, this is the office. This is, uh, let's see in the office. We have DC, Marvel, Harry Potter, and what else? We have Disney, Disney, more Disney and Jurassic Park, as well as Star Wars and Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, I might have to grab the Sting autograph pop too. So I, there's four, and you can't tell me I can't take the fourth oh, one.
1: You, you, the one. One's got to stay back.
2: Nope, not happening.
1: I mean, Sting's a borderline Hall of Famer anyway, so why? I mean, why would you want to? <laughs> Look at that face. Look at those faces. He's all right.
0: <laughs> I was never even a WCW guy, and I know that that's a horrible thing to say.
1: No, I know. My uh James and my boy Glenn are like they love Sting. But and Charlie.
2: I, oh
1: is Charlie a big, hey. a big Sting guy also. But uh I, I just I don't know what it is about Sting fans. Any it's I don't know, they take it personal, not personal, but like that's the reaction they always get, like, the what the hell did you just say? <laughs> Anytime Glenn you, my, my boy Glenn uh Who's your favorite? I I mean Who's your all time favorite? Daniel Bryan. Probably Daniel Bryan. Oh my God! Yeah. Hold up, Dusty Rhodes. More Rose. so than Eddie Guerrero now. I mean, Eddie, Daniel Bryan. I mean, they're they're up there. I mean, Eddie's probably my all time, but I mean, Ed, Daniel Bryan is. Well, Brian Danielson is right there. I just the the matches the dude just put in all time. it's terrible. Buddy. I'm okay with that. Undertaker.
0: Undertaker, CM Punk. CM Punk's my one B. Undertaker my one A. Undertaker's been my favorite since I was a little kid.
1: Spooky season's take. Have you has so, either of you guys seen the new day escapes Undertaker on Netflix? I haven't watched okay, it yet. either. Apparently, is not it like uh, interactive? You get yeah, to- it's a
0: choose your own adventure.
1: That's pretty wild. Speaking speaking of Netflix, have you watched anything good on TV or a Netflix streaming anytime, uh recently, James?
2: Uh, let's see. What did we just watch? Uh we just got done with last week's episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Okay. Um we just watched last week's episode of Bull. Okay. If it's you know Lord what that King. is. No. Uh nah, kind of, no? yeah, yes, no, not really. I get
1: you.
2: Um, um it's a it's watch Dave Chappelle.
1: Nice.
0: I know we talked about that.
1: I I think a lot of people have talked. We 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 covered uh, that in our in our last pod. We we went on a little uh
0: we almost got canceled.
1: No, I think we talked about it a lot more than we wanted to. <laughs> right? Because, because now you can't even have an opinion about certain things.
2: No. You, you only could... It, 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 I mean, this is kind of incriminating to say, but there's there's certain things that you can only talk about with your close friends that you can't talk about freely anymore because you're afraid of what might come from it. Yeah. I saw it like... I, I know I told Hank this story with, and without mentioning any names... Um, there was a person that identifies as non binary who got a very nice compliment from a male that said, Looking really pretty, lady. And the non binary person, instead of saying thank you, said, Don't call me a lady. So, like, I mean, it just it, Outside of your, your your core group of individuals that you speak to, you gotta watch what you say, and you can't really put anything out there that disagrees with who, who's in control of the narrative at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, there's yeah, I mean, there's yeah, a there's that level of like, of course, you want to be respectful, but then right. like but also it's a matter of like. Sometimes you just don't know what you don't know, right. and you know, like if if yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Sometimes you just, you you don't know what you don't know, and, you, and not, you can not... you can put your foot in your mouth, and you don't even know you've done it. I think the that's
1: good. Is a yeah. it's it's not always malicious, right? Uh, I correct. Think the most of we're all we're all trying uh, to learn and evolve with the times, but uh, correct. But yeah, enough about that, right?
2: hey randomness
1: absolutely that's, the pop we're always gonna do it always gonna do the randomness explain to me how so, you yeah pops a, explain to me how you became a tom brady fan or a bucks fan shall they say you're not a Tom, and not just Tom Brady, right?
2: are you trying to like embarrass me right now or something no not at all so why because I? I know i've told you the story that's why
1: it, correct me if i'm wrong maybe we can stop it here mike i'll stop
2: that was like my favorite Buccaneer of all time. Yes, okay. but so like on Sega Genesis uh, before I even watched the NFL, um, I you know it was Super Bowl two, and you know they used to be in the Central Division with the Bears and the Lions and the Vikings and the other team that
1: the Packers is up north,
2: right? And I logo and I was like, Oh, cool. It's the same logo as my school. Uh So I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, I go to Stevenson school. They're the pirates. This team's the Buccaneers. It's the same logo. Okay. So I have to like this and having to, having to like it. I just became a fan. So I've I've been a fan of the team since the the cream and the orange uh, up until, you know, the pewter jerseys of today. Pew. And Mike Allstotts, yeah, the, the pewter jerseys are sweet.
0: Yeah, uh, it's the that, grayish that, jersey. That old Buccaneers logo was dope. It really was badass.
2: Mm-hmm. The pirate with the sword in its mouth. Yeah. Uh, oh, cool. yeah. The dagger. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I've i always been a Buccaneers fan. I was always a Buccaneers fan loosely. And then as time went, Mike Allstott. I mean, Allstotts from you know from Joliet he went to Joliet uh Joliet Catholic right he was their running back so and it just spiraled out of control and now Tom Brady is the quarterback and I was not I, I was happy because it meant a, here comes a possible super bowl of
1: course
2: but if i had to pick at, at the time if i if you asked me who the greatest quarterback of all time or of the Current generation of my generation, I would have told you Peyton Manning, not Tom Brady. Right. Until last year when the son of a bitch won another Super Bowl with a team that was not the Patriots. Right. And I was like, nope, this guy's it. And then just, you know, this past weekend against, you know, the
1: decimated the best I
2: stopped
1: talking the, the first quarter. The, the, the
2: cubby, the 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 cubbies of the football. Um the Man set a record of his own. He's the only one to ever throw 600 plus touchdowns in his career. So
1: can I piggyback on he, that? He's the goat. I'm sorry to interrupt you. How about uh, Mike Evans? He gave the ball away to a fan. Did
2: Didn't even realize he did that. He did he it. He was just in the moment.
1: What would you have, like you know would you have accepted yeah. the offer? Or would you be like, Brady, oh, you want this? Oh, Bit on this shit no. am <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm I no, 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 no. Oh, you want this? All right, let's negotiate. And I would have gotten everything and anything I could to give that ball back because that's history. That you, that's that's a million dollar minimum.
1: Well, did priced you? Football. Did you guys see what they what they ended up giving the guy? No. They ended up giving him uh, two uh, Brady Bucks signed jerseys, Mike Evans uh, game cleats and helmet, I believe. Uh, a helmet signed by the team, season tickets for the rest of the season and next season. A thousand dollar gift card for the Bucks team shop, mm. and I believe a Bitcoin, which is worth sixty four thousand dollars right now.
2: Wow, that's that's not hey, look, them two Brady jerseys are probably three, 000, four thousand a piece. Uh, the helmet with the Brady, a Brady signature on it, that helmet's worth seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, the cleats are, are probably a, a few hundred dollars. So the, the individual got. They're they're they got their money's worth,
1: yeah.
2: And that it, it, that ball is going to the Hall of Fame. So, oh, no, no.
1: I I saw I saw a debate. Well, not a debate, but you know, Twitter could be. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Twitter could be toxic sometimes.
2: Uh, Gee, you think? Yeah, I hadn't heard.
1: Oh, I haven't heard you
2: should have heard, nerd. You should have heard the toxicity that occurred at lunch today, because I was trying to troll your buddy Richard, and then. uh his lawyer came to play and I was like, no, 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 no. You said this. And I was like, no, I said Richard had to get 75 likes for the, the, the individual. The no, no, no. You said 75 likes and they got over 80. No, I said <laughs> Richard had to get 75 likes and he's at 10 right now.
1: Lemented. And I
2: think he's at like 13 at this moment right now. Mm. So yeah, Twitter's toxic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I guess I guess Agreed. to put a, a ribbon on, on that conversation was that people were obviously complaining that he didn't get enough and some people were complaining that he was selfish and he should have just gave the ball back. I would have never just give the ball back. No,
2: oh, hell no. Hell no. I would have never given it. I would have been playing, all right, let's make a deal. Like, you want you want this ball. I know what this ball's actually worth. And I know it I know what the the high-end collectors are going to pay for this ball. Right. So I'm willing to give you the ball back, but you're gonna have to make it worth my time. And getting you know season tickets this year, season tickets next year, that's awesome because I'm sure he's gonna get to pick his seats. Right on top of the jersey, the Tom Brady jerseys, and on top of all that. I mean, as a person that collects things, that's awesome.
1: Right.
2: And what are you gonna do? Are you gonna take the football to your grave with you? So now it'll go to the Hall of Fame where generations and generations of football fans are always going to see it as opposed to, to the individual that was handed the ball. And it would have went home or it would have been sold off and went somewhere else and never seen from again.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think at this point it's been established that like when it comes to a historical baseball, football, what have you, um, that's already kind of an ex- an expectation uh, because usually what happens is security will find the fan and, and, and be like, okay, you know, you've been invited to the locker room. And, you know, so like, that's a cop that's commonplace now at this point. So um, I don't think I, if I had, you know, if that was me, I would definitely be like, all right, let's see where this goes. But I definitely wouldn't be a selfish son of a bitch about it either, because it, to be honest, I don't feel like, like, yeah, I, I was handed it or whatever, or I caught the baseball or whatever, but it doesn't really belong to me. Cause when it's a historic thing like that, it does need to be in a Hall of Fame where others can enjoy it too.
2: I mean, it's, po- it's a possibility that the fan didn't even know.
0: I mean, Mike Evans didn't even realize it when he handed
2: the ball over. Right. So the, the fan didn't necessarily know what they had, they had in their hand until they were like all right hey we need that ball back this is the reason why cuz you don't go back and collect balls right yeah. like i like what i like what brady did with the kid signed the hat and gave it to him did you see that clip no he gave he brady gave him his hat signed it handed it over to the kid the kid's just started crying
1: oh yeah yeah okay. like
2: that that kind of that kind of stuff that's the kind of stuff that i love to see
1: it's yeah, it's a, a feel good moment in sports right
2: not yeah. not the greedy adult that's just like give me I want, and I'm going to go sell it on eBay.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, listen, last question from me. It's not even going to be sports related. What's your, fa- your ideal favorite sandwich?
2: Fail. What's fail?
1: Your ideal. Wow. Favorite sandwich. If you had all the ingredients next to you right now, you had a case of the munchies, not saying that you're partaking anything. What would be your ideal sandwich?
2: Oh, you already know like what my ideal sandwich is. Come on, man! I mean, I, I don't even. I want it made for me. I don't even want to have the ingredients.
1: Well, that's it's fine. an alpine.
2: It's an alpine.
1: It's an alpine sandwich.
2: Gotcha. An alpine sandwich that's with it. like eight with eight times the meat.
1: Okay. <laughs> he wants all the meats. Yeah. What are you RV? You gotta
2: get yeah. the, the triple quadruple the meat instead of just double like usual.
1: Yeah, they make them a little thin at Alpine. Mm.
2: Not a they make them thin at every... but every, Not starship. starship. Not Starship.
0: I got to check out Starship. Henry was just telling me, but I just got wised up to that. I'm going to have to check it out. You've
2: never been to... St- I am thoroughly shocked.
1: No,
0: never have been.
1: Well, no, any, uh, oh, any final Tuesdays. questions for, for uh, Mr. Russo here? James? I don't okay. even know what we're calling you. <laughs> well, well, um
0: as always, we like to give the opportunity for our guests to... Get their social information out. We already know, you know, freelance, freelance underground. Um, I, I mean, we that's know all they're... we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If um, I'm not
2: <laughs> independent wrestlers, if I'm not met, no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, let's see on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, at fu underscore James C. There you go. Facebook is private for people that. I choose to talk to. Oh,
1: of course, of course. That uh, yeah,
2: there's per there, there's more personal stuff. There's more personal stuff on Facebook than there is on the other two. So. Oh no yeah, doubt. You
1: gotta, no, you gotta no,
0: keep it. You gotta keep some some something
1: personal. Gotta keep some right. stuff close to the vest. Other than that, when uh when the next shows?
2: Let's see, November nineteenth. Freelance Wrestling presents Purple Poppy's big birthday blowout.
1: Nice.
2: We're gonna have an we're gonna have a nice little birthday celebration for you know, the freelance founder. Matthew Nicholas (laughs) Nix.
1: The purple poppy. And
2: uh, the purple poppy himself. Uh, And then December 4th, we return to Church Street and follow up uh, the final phase with You're Gonna Shoot Your Eye Out.
0: Great show name. I love it.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: that's the show Uh, name. I I get it.
2: (laughs) It's either You're Gonna Shoot Your Eye Out or You're Gonna Shoot Your Eye Out Kid haven't decided yet and then uh and then december 17th will be uh ring the bell all the way for freelance wrestling at logan square auditorium
1: yeah. hey listen, i'm pretty uh,
2: sure you i'm pretty sure you know what the parody of that one's gonna be I, I,
1: who knows but uh I, jingle all the way no, yeah no.
0: ring the bell all
1: the way I, I just i i have I mean, uh i have one last um Ah, uh, constructive uh, notes of criticism. Now that you said it, it it, it popped in my mind. Uh, you know, I, I I used to be a uh, kind of a savant in this field of ringing the bell. Whoever's doing it now, you gotta make sure they put a little elbow grease into that thing. We can't hear from downstairs, man. Oh. You know, just
2: oh, you're talking about uh, upstairs. Yeah, just um, you know, bunch of no bunch of novices up in the up in the balcony area at Logan Square. Insane, uh, but the, pe- the people at church street you can hear it mighty nicely
1: a little bit a little bit
0: you know james Since you... I, I, I don't want to you know step on any toes or anything but i have been working out i can strike a bell really well
1: this guy so, to so if you forward.
0: need anybody to step in i'm ready for you
1: Imagine. sure <laughs> sure anyway.
2: sorry hank i want you to i want you to be able to write for your dirt sheet and enjoy the show
1: Oh, Yo, yeah, you know, I got a I, a
2: I, dirt
0: I got
1: a sheet. Yeah, I send I send yeah. all my stuff over to uh, Meltzer and Alvarez, whoever the highest bidder is. Uh, Sean Ross H- Saps, Hank Meltzer. Got a, uh, Sean Ross Sapp's got some clips. Uh, he'll be posting soon. So, you know, I, I got I got people everywhere. So they're exclusives. You now that that was that that was uh that was my plan all along. You know, get H- some music. Hanks the fifth. Hanks the fifth host
2: of. Uh... Uh, busted open radio, so oh,
0: now that is true. I, I that is true.
1: I barely listen to it anymore. It's, I don't know.
0: Me too. Me too. Uh,
1: God. I don't know, man. It's uh, nice the dynamic, much of, uh, the a dynamic change the there. Stage. Hey, but Laney Luck is now team. Dave LaGreca, Laney Luck versus Thunder Rosa coming up. Oh, so, yeah. Saw that. All right, James. Well, that'll be a banger. Thanks for your time.
0: Yeah, I, we really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Um, sure, not a problem.
1: <laughs> sorry, for, sorry for keeping you up, bud.
0: I, uh, dude, I'm I'm I told you
2: earlier, I'm still reeling from the weekend. I'm, I'm hoping that tomorrow I've got all my energy back and that these bags go down a little bit. Well, the right. wife goes, You have a black eye. I was like, No, I don't. No, no, you're bl- you have a black eye. Who punched you? I'm like, Wrestling punched me. I, I don't have a black eye.
1: <laughs> anyway, nerd, take us home. So uh, this has been for the pop.
0: Let's talk about it with James Russo from Freelance and Freelance Underground. We absolutely appreciate the the time that you've given us. We look forward to your upcoming shows. I'll make sure that those get tagged on uh, on our page so that people can find them if they're listening to this. Um, and for those of you that have listened, thanks very much. I'm incidental nerd. That's OG Hank three one two. We are for the pop. And we always do it for the pop.